0: Hey everybody Dave Hodges here thanks for staying with us into our guest segment you're listening to the common sense show the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time we're really glad and thankful for your appearance here with us and and we really really value you because you're the front line of defense for America Uh, seems like everybody else is watching the mainstream media and buying into the narrative and we need you to stand tall and spread the word from what you hear we have a dramatic and i want to emphasize dramatic and i don't think i've ever used that word before to describe an interview but we're going to be interviewing celeste salam and she's going to be talking about fema and she's going to be talking about repression incarceration re-education uh, we're going to be talking about their future plans for us. And unfortunately, well, or fortunately, uh, there's more material here than we can cover in a single segment. So, what we're going to have to do is we're going to break this up into a two-day broadcast, and today will be part one. And I guarantee you, with the last interview that Celeste and I did, the attention it drew, (laughs) both from good people with big numbers and bad people with lots of electronic harassment... This is uh, certain to do the same thing. Before we go to Celeste, I need to pay some bills here because some people keep us on the air. Two in particular, uh, storable food. And, And I'm telling you right now, folks, the signs are there for food inflation. The signs are there for, I think, down the road using food as a weapon against this. My wife ran into a quota of meat purchases. So did my sister. And it, it's there, folks. And we could be sending the National Guard in right now to these meatpacking plants that are closed, and we're choosing not to. And I think that speaks volumes as to intention. So you really need to begin stocking up in earnest. And right now, MPS has $100 off the four-week emergency package, and we got people buying multiple sets of this, which I think is a great idea, because you're not going to beat the price. It's almost 40% off. And so what do you do? You go to preparewithdave.com for the 25-year shelf life. No glyphosates, no GMOs just good quality food, breakfast, lunch and dinner, prepare with dave.com. And if you have food, you better have water. And the Naval War College says in the midst of a crisis, ongoing crisis, the fifth day waterborne illnesses become a real big problem. And generally you won't have trouble finding water, but you'll have trouble finding drinkable water. The Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter is the best. If you go to waterwithdave.com and look at the research there, you'll see what I'm talking about. And they're offering their product for 40% off. So you got foodwithdave.com, you've got waterwithdave.com, and now we've got Celeste Salam with Dave, and we're going to get into some very serious topics. Celeste, I- I'm glad you're here. Really, we are so appreciative of you being with us. We're glad you're feeling better, and I'm glad you're back in the fight.
1: Yes, I'm... Um It's really a crazy time out there, as you know, so there's a lot to talk talk about.
0: My, my, my. Every week, I I just want to share with you my reaction. I've never been stunned by very much until maybe a year ago. But in the last six months and three months in particular, every week I, I have the same thought. I can't believe this is happening. This is beyond anything I ever expected. And we're living in absolute insane times and it just seems like the the enslavers of america they don't really care if they're right or wrong or their ideas stand up to logic and debate they just want to create as much confusion and instability as possible do you see it that way too absolutely absolutely because as they say you know out out of chaos they
1: will bring their new world order yeah
0: very very well said that's exactly right well I have looked at FEMA camps for a long time and I'm very familiar with Army Field Manual 39.4 and the organization of FEMA camps, but they left out some details. So I'm hoping you can fill in some of those details and I think we're looking for a full scale takeover. So let's take a moment before we get into your area of expertise on, on FEMA and talk about do you have a thought or a schematic? that really will lay out how the takeover is going to occur, our civil liberties will disappear. Do you have any notions about how that will take place?
1: So, personally, I believe that we're in the middle of it um, with the acronym cburn Chemical, Biological, Radiological, Nuclear, and E is the wild card. Um, e can be electromagnetic it can be economic it can be environmental it can be explosive it can be anything that starts with an e and that is sprinkled in and you are not going to have a single one of the each one of these events you will have multiples so i am expecting more bios and with the bios they're going to be saturating us with chemicals Um, I just went to a military conference this past week, and they did indicate that they are going to be drawing or connecting the dots that we've been seeing, like geoengineering frequencies and these bios and the chemicals all together um, for some very interesting
0: results. Are they going... Well, I guess what I'm saying, are they going to wait for an uprising against this takeover, like the lockdowns and so forth? Or are they just planning one day to flip the switch and they hit us with everything?
1: So that's kind of complicated because I went over to the World Economic Forum. And I don't know if you've been following my coverage on that. But over there at Davos, they said that sometime in 2020, they are going to pull the plug on the electricity. They did not say when or for how long. But they did say most definitely that in 2020, there would be a global power outage, of course, probably not for them, of course, but for the average person. So I'm expecting that, well, we only have five and a half months left, so it will either occur during the uprisings this summer, or it might be when the second wave hits hits us and people are in lockdown and then they're going to kind of go nuts because if you're trapped in your home you're not allowed to leave and you have no electricity, you have no water um, you're, maybe you're prepared with a generator, maybe not um, but that would mean you would need to store a lot of gas or if you have alternative power like water, wind, solar something like that um, so there's many different ways that this can happen. And we, like I said, they, they want this, all of the, let's see, the United Nations Sustainable Goals all accomplished and cinched down 100% by 2030. So we've got nine and a half years and they are really getting aggressive on that program.
0: No, well, it's just—it's stunning to hear you say that. And then you mentioned uh, the, when the uprisings occur. Are you talking about the people rebelling against a second major lockdown?
1: Um, it could be what's what we're seeing right now with these uh, contrived uprisings um, around the the country. Mm-hmm. I just found out that Kalispell, just north of me. I mean, it's a little podunk Montana town, and they're bussing in. Um, Antifa from Seattle uh, to cause a little bit of trouble up there because black lives matter, not all lives matter but only black lives matter so it could be that we are also in a very quiet solar time so when that happens people with mental conditions that could be depression, it could be anger, it could be rage um, can fly. I even found it in myself. I mean, I was a little bit skeptical that the sun could play a number on my head, and but um, I was writing a book on electromagnetic radiation protection solutions, and so I went through all the the body and everything and what the sun does to our bodies or doesn't do to our bodies, and I found out about this mental connection. And not only does it affect our brain, but it affects our microbiome. And it, believe it or not, our microbiome, which is our gut, controls almost everything in our whole body, like our organs, how, you know, if we have clear thought, our energy level, our hormones, if we're depressed or, you know, have a lot of energy. Um, so... We're in this really quiet solar time, and what that does is makes people flip out. And I actually met somebody at uh, the Branson conference, uh, the True Legends conference, and he worked in an ER. And so I would send him a text and say, you know, the sun is going quiet. There's an alert, you know. And he sent me back one time. There were a whole bunch of shootings. And so, law enforcement brought them into the ER, and they the law enforcement actually had fistfights in the ER to, you know, tackle these people and contain them. Um, So that's what happens to people. So it's a combination of things. I mean, people have been cooped up. There's the solar. Um, People are most people around the world are not satisfied with what their government is doing and how they're treating the people. And so most people around the world are pretty fed up with it.
0: What about uh, dissidents within the ranks of the enforcers, like the military and the police? Couldn't we expect a backlash on the side of the people?
1: Could you rephrase?
0: Yeah, uh, in other words... When the crackdowns come and the roundups start, and we're going to get into that, right? You were talking about, you know, when the uprisings come, they're going to unleash, you know, all this uh, negative stuff upon us. Um, I'm wondering about the enforcers, the people in the military, the the people who are first responders, like the police. And what I'm wondering here is. How many of them will say, I'm not going to do this to my fellow people. I live in these communities. These are my friends, my family. I'm not doing this. And they rise up against the tyranny. Can we expect to see some of that with what's coming?
1: In my professional opinion, no. Um, so there was some numbers that were tossed around at FEMA. And they I did test them against every sector that I was ever involved in whether it was a volunteer organization, uh, working in medicine, uh, of course, um, when I worked at FEMA and Homeland, uh, it's basically 3% of people will do something all of the time. 7% of the people will do something once or twice, like write a senator, do a letter to to the editor or something like that. And 90% of people will do nothing, even if it means their death and the death of their loved one and so my take and what i'm seeing is that probably 97% of law enforcement military will say will take the brown shirt type thing it's just our job um, i'm doing it for a paycheck and they're going to go along with the flow it will there might be 3% that that stand up for what is right
0: i know in jade helm they practiced for this because uh, they were advertising I believe it was Craigslist for, and excuse me I want to paraphrase from memory uh, dissident, former, disaffected American military that are now guerrilla chieftains and they were paying these people $18 an hour to play that role and so I think they clearly practiced for that but they're just practicing for 3% that is really disturbing Celeste very disturbing to me yeah,
1: it's, it's very sad. It's kind of disheartening, but really, truly, I've tested it. I've tested it for 20 years, and those numbers really do hold strong. I mean, it, there's very little, little
0: deviation in them. I, I just can't see how parents couldn't rise up to protect their kids. That just That's mind-boggling to me. Um, but see,
1: that's why when we share, oftentimes, we get the deer-in-the-headlights look. Um, because people just it's beyond their normalcy bias and they said it can never happen it can't happen in america so if i just say and i've got people that say i just want to hear nice warm fuzzy things and they just don't want to look at the reality of what we're experiencing right now
0: when um I'm trying to visualize what life is going to be like uh With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. save 80 dollars for a short time. So this summer, would you expect to see the unleashing of these chemical, biological, electromagnetic uh, attacks upon humanity as a whole?
1: I think we're going to have this little break because we've been um, locked in lockdown. Or imprisoned in our homes they're giving us a little bit of freedom and then you know that then we're gonna get hit with by a lot of different things chemical biological I'm hearing a lot of talk in the back room about micro nukes and I think and there will be some resistance But I think... Did you ever see the movie America with a K?
0: Yes, I did.
1: It's going to be a controlled resistance. Remember that when all those kids went to that dance club
0: by calling Noble Gold at 877 646 5347.
1: The kids go out and they protested in the street and they beat, I think there was a police car, they smashed it up. And then um, I can't remember the, the Russian guy, he said, Oh, this is our controlled resistance. And I, so they're going to give the people enough, just enough that they can kind of let off a f- their fuses a little bit but they don't realize that it's highly controlled and managed. Hmm.
0: So are, are the majority going to be in a perpetual state of uh, illness? Yes,
1: um when so when I was looking into the covid I actually <laughs> like grab the doctor's reports the very first week because i knew this was going to go global and uh, i translated them from chinese and it was pretty interesting and the organization that named the COVID, um they said that there was going to be like 90 percent disability from this virus that It really didn't have that high of a mortality, but lots of people would become disabled, like the majority of the people in the world would become disabled from it.
0: By disabled, what do you mean? Impaired physical functioning, like uh, respiratory, so forth?
1: Many different things. I think it's going to, because it's composed of many different viruses and from many different species, plus a few things that we don't even know about that are probably classified but just what I've seen so that's like 12 different things each one has a different facet so like the symptoms that you get will be different than the symptoms that I get and it depends on what facet hits us and this is one reason that the vaccine is going to be impossible because you don't know is it the SARS, is it the MERS you know which which one is it that is hitting, and it will be different for each person.
0: Wow, you're taking my breath away. Um, I just the the helplessness and hopelessness of people uh, is stunning. Now, it, the COVID nineteen that's out there in society now. Am I to understand that you're implying? That this is going to mutate into more progressively severe illnesses, or will there be a second agent that'll be released upon us?
1: There's, uh, there actually was a second agent. Um, It was uh, called the plant destroyer. It was found. It came from the same um, biological warfare center in China, the Wuhan um, facility. And so it was found in the Chinese patient's blood that very first week. And so in these doctor's report, I'm reading about COVID, 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 and then all of a sudden it starts talking about the plant destroyer, an umicite water mold. And I'm like, for three pages, and I'm like going, I want to find out about COVID. Well, it wasn't named COVID back then, but it was the Wuhan flu. And so then I went down further, and then got back on, and then three days later I went back to it, and I had plants starting to die in my house, and they there's a particular particular signatures with that plant destroyer virus, and it took out all my trees. I had 15 year old trees, lemon trees that had a hundred lemons on them, and I grew limes and oranges and spices. I only have two trees left. It took everything, and they all had the signature of this particular plant destroyer. Um, but in addition to that one, yes, I believe that there will be either, well, there will be another release, bio release. but you also have to understand that this COVID has, like, 12 facets so it can just change its dimension a little bit or its orientation or its spin and it can hit in one of the other things that is within it we also have a time of high cosmic rays right now and because of that any virus or germ bacteria, fungus can mutate at a rate of once every 48 hours so, we've got that situation going on as well. So, it could be man made. It could also be from space causing
0: a mutagenesis. What do you mean from space? I'm not sure I follow that.
1: Cos- cosmic rays. So, basically. Okay,
0: okay. I get it. Okay yep yeah, I understand what you're saying there i i, I was thinking a under attack from aliens um, okay so I want to get my mind wrapped around this we've had a second release the plant eater so to speak right and but the first release can still mutate and cause more severe problems than it already has is that what I'm hearing Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Do you know what's really interesting? And and, um, I have always found the subject of predictive programming to be fascinating. And there was a show on TV. Michael Bay was the producer on TNT, and it was called The Last Ship. And in year one, it was the release of a a man-made virus that killed 80% of the planet. And then, I I don't know, year three or four of the show they had a plant destroyer that caused massive famine. Is that where this is headed with the uh, plant destroyer?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Last last August, um, I did a special announcement to my followers, and I said, we are in the first year of famine, that the UN had put out a report that they wanted to sell food by the one one-thousandth of a calorie And DARPA, on the other hand, wants to sell food by the molecule, and according to the World Economic Forum, the whole reason for this COVID was to disrupt the world, every bit of fabric of our society, and one of the big things was to start tapering us off of our food, and so they could sell us food at one one one-thousandth of a calorie or by the molecule.
0: Why would they want to do that?
1: To starve us. You know, they are very frank that we are living in a post human world. Um, and that's what they want. So that's their vision. That's their goal. And now they have operationalized it. That means they've put it into action. Their plan is not no longer sitting in a computer or on a shelf. They are operationalizing it.
0: The Nazis, when they had their uh, Jewish inmate labor in the concentration camps, they systematically withdrew calories over time, so they would eventually starve these people to death. Is that the strategy that I'm hearing you talk about here?
1: Yes, there's actually um, a study in Russia that said if you had a diet of 2,000 calories during a stressful time, that it would reduce... Like um, your your ability to do clerical work, and if you dropped it to fifteen hundred calories, then people are going to start buying. And at the at selling food by the one one thousandth of a calorie or of the mole or a molecule, people are not going to be able to afford food. Uh, originally, like I don't know, three years ago they came out and said, um, so you're going to be allowed 35 grams of a carbohydrate and that's not a sugar but just a carbohydrate once every 21 days and you're going to be allowed 1.2 ounces of a protein but it's either a laboratory generated protein or a or a insect protein a week no meat that's totally off the table. So we we are inching into that ever closer. This next lockdown, um, meat is going to all but disappear. And I heard your advertisement. I had to smile because every week I go get my quota of meat and I'm just canning, 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 you know, because there's going to be the day that, that you can't get it. And people go, oh, well, I'll just go hunt. Well, they've thought of that too. So back in 1996, when computers pretty much came online, I went to the Convention on Biological Diversity. And there on the front page, they said, oh, we're spreading genetically modified organisms into all the forests. And what those were, were prions. And so, all the animals mm-hmm. and the fish have chronic wasting disease, mm-hmm. which basically eats your brain So the animal that you, or the fish that you may catch or hunt, uh, may exhibit signs, it may not exhibit signs, it's very slow acting, it's very slow to, before it's symptomatic. So you really don't know if the meat that you're getting has the prion, but pretty much here, um, this past year, they started posting signs that said, hunt at your own risk, Um, chronic wasting disease is here, and... Uh, you're you're
0: basically playing Russian roulette. Sounds with the prion, it sounds like it's a, a offshoot of uh, mad cow disease. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yep. With the kind of symptomology, well, Paul Martin is a friend of mine, and he uh, cooperates with me on a lot of broadcasts, and he lives in northern Colorado. And they have had uh, the stories about this happening in his area. So this is not the first time I have heard this. They're cutting off the hunting option. Um, Let me tell you about a quick story that happened. Um, I used to coach college basketball until eight years ago. And probably it was, oh gosh, it must have been 15, 16 years ago. I get a call from one of my ex-players who lived in Tennessee and he was recently married they had a baby and these guys showed up at the door in suits they parked their suburban on his grass and they come up and they demand to come in he goes let me see the warrant now this guy's not a drug user he's not a criminal he's an accountant and they uh, pulled back their jacket he said and showed me a gun he said so they let him in they let, let him in he they're going through his house And they said, what are you here for? Well, we're checking for your food supplies. And they identified themselves as FEMA with no uh, identification. He calls me on the phone because I had a radio show, and he knew about it. He goes, Coach, what's FEMA? And I said, what do you mean, what's FEMA? What's going on? He goes, I got these men going through my house. And he says, I think they would have shot me if I wouldn't have let them in. And this guy was big, 6'7", 250. I mean, he's a man's man, and he acquiesced. And and he said they went to his pantry and other areas of storage. They didn't even go into the kitchen. So this leads me long-winded explanation to my question. Can we expect FEMA raids into our homes to get stored food? And have you ever heard of anything like the story I just told?
1: Yeah, actually, one of my followers uh, said, what was it? Somebody wanted to come into their house And it was basically about the same thing, but it wasn't FEMA, or at least they didn't identify. But that is a new trait right now, not to identify yourself um, as FEMA. That started just about the time that I was leaving the agencies. Um, Before that, um, everyone would identify themselves. But there was, I did participate in a few exercises where we started to blend in um, and you didn't know who was who you wouldn't know a crisis actor from a a fema staff
0: staffer so interesting well i I, i'm racking my brain here and i want to say this might have been the first year of my radio show so it might have been either 07 or 08 when this happened and he was totally freaked out by this. And and when I ran this story on my radio show, it actually elicited a couple of responses from the southeast. Georgia, and I think Alabama was the other, where people actually called in and told similar stories. So um, this is why I, I don't think it was... T- Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Totally uncommon, but is FEMA going to present at my door one day and say, well, you sold storable food. We know you've got it. Let us in. We're commandeering it.
1: Yeah. Well there's another thing that we need to think about because people think that they can stash it someplace safe and these days with the technology that they have they can see what you have. I mean not only are are your purchases in a database but they can also use satellites or other technology and even your all your smart smart devices they could be used to um, give away your your stash location. let's just put it that way.
0: Is there any way to circumvent it?
1: You know, you would have to have it because if you line something so a camera with their sophisticated equipment couldn't detect it, then they would pick up that signature, you know, like there'd be a big lead square box or, you know, a mylar square box. Um, So they would say, okay, that's an area that we need to look at. So it is going to be very difficult. I mean, you could probably do some some 55-gallon barrels and barium and that type of thing. Um, But like I said, with the what we're up against is artificial intelligence and some very sophisticated technology that the Nazis would have loved to have had right
0: yeah uh, you you gave me the answer I was afraid I was going to get Um, but do you know have they rehearsed these raids was that a rehearsal that my ex-player felt Um, and and do you have any idea about the saturation of these raids do you have any other information
1: so basically there there are three very concerning events that i witnessed and one of them was 9/11 which changed our whole country and really changed the world for that matter two hurricane katrina and then this covid vir- this covid um disruption of the world why do i say katrina because they had so I'll tell you what. One of my stories. So, uh, Katrina Cat was out in in the ocean, and you know, far like really far. It was like hardly a, a cloud, you know. But there had been some hurricanes in Florida, and there was a huge response the year before in Florida. And so, I asked about the response for. Um, you know, what they were going to do down in New Orleans. And she goes, no matter what, there will be no response, no matter what happens. Well, that gave me my first clue. And then Katrina came on shore uh, probably a week later. And there were certain objectives for Hurricane Katrina and there were about twenty objectives that I know about, and one of those was seizing people's firearms, mm-hmm. uh, their their storage, uh, euthanizing the elderly, um, and there was no outcry. Putting people in a stadium and letting it go Mad Max, with, and so there was a lot of violence. They didn't have food. They didn't have water, some needed medical treatment. They were not allowed out. It was they were like caged animals, and they were kept there. Um, there were there was huge water people donating water, and they would not let them in to the city. Uh, all of these were objectives to see, you know, if there would be an outcry. And quite frankly, there was not one outcry at all. And so they knew that they could get away with it. So that is why your friend saw it not too many years later.
0: So it was like a beta test.
1: Yeah. 2000, I think it was 2000 or 2007 is when we started doing the blended exercises. So that's about the same time that you say this happened.
0: Yes. That's exactly right. And um, what the, what do you think the saturation will be for coming to get people's food? Will Will they go off of sales lists and they'll visit all those people, or what, what do you think they'll do?
1: So there's a real interesting thing. Uh, so I used to do be a small ag lobbyist in my spare time, and that because. There was a program, a 3 prong program started by the United Nations that the United States, it's now mandatory in the United States. And basically, it is the federalization of all property. Um, and if you had potential to earn $1,000, um, you were required to get a premises identification, which put the government in the first position. And you basically got a number... And it had a prefix with the country code of the United States. That way, if the United States ever defaulted, your assets would be on the line. I mean, you're paying for your house and your car and all this kind of thing. But in that, with that, the initiation of that program, it started on October 5th, 2005, in the United States. Um, Basically, everything is federalized. If you have potential to make $1,000 on your property, even an apartment owner has potential. It doesn't mean that you are. Then the next thing was the electronic identification of all life on your property. And the the last thing was 24-7 surveillance. And so the reason I say that is because... in accordance with this, which is it's called traceability, is now mandatory every piece of property in America in their eyes belongs to them including all your food stash or weapon stash or whatever you
0: own. Well if you read Executive Order 13603 courtesy of Obama they own us too since they can conscript us into civilian labor and send us anywhere they want That actually
1: happened Starting
0: September 12, 2001. Can you tell us more about that? This is the first I've heard about that.
1: So the day after, of course, 9 11, I was pretty busy. Work on, work on, work on. But the next day, all these, like the Patriot Act sprang up and this this volunteer, they wanted to ride the wave of patriotism which they knew would happen after this type of an event and they wanted to get every sector of America um, federalized and so they did it's called the hmm, I wish I could think of it the American Community something or other anyway um, that started, and it doesn't matter if you were a teacher if you repaired cars if you were in banking if you were a if you were a child, if you were a veterinarian, if you were a nurse if you were a doctor um they wanted everybody to federalize and basically they would own you and they it was they did it you know, help our country type thing, give to your community. It was really heavy during, I mean, I could send you some documents about Obama and how he pushed the program um, quite heavy-handedly because, you know, he believed in socialism. So it is basically a form of socialism. And so that's when it began. And I know this is because I was conscripted Um, And I wasn't asked to do a a particular job. I was conscripted. I was shown on an organizational chart where I would be, and there was no discussion.
0: And this is when you were in FEMA? Yes. Yes. And did it require a relocation? No, no. Okay, I just and how tell tell me what you can, but I'm wondering how invasive this was. I mean, what the level of enslavement was. So a person can be um,
1: sent to a, a net at this point. See that the program was just rolling out, getting started way back when, but now we're seeing the federalization of the police. Um, that's why you see them looking a lot. You know, very militaristic, that type of thing, and this is going to be in every sector. If you are going to be allowed to work at all in the future, which there really isn't, that um, part of the disruption of the COVID was to get rid of non-essential. Um, you're, we're seeing a little break right now, but this next wave, it's going to be crackdown time, and much of what. Is normal to you right now is going to disappear.
0: When you say uh, essential employment, uh, can, I can't imagine a Walmart clerk is essential employment over on the overall scheme. So, what kind of occupations are we talking about?
1: So the so the World Economic Forum believes everything should be go automation they have armies of synthetic beings called synths that are being developed the whole thing with employees not going and manning the slaughterhouses is because they want to no longer use humans because humans are no longer safe because of social distancing and we carry bugs and this type of thing so they want it completely automated so that's the purpose for that so there are not going to be a lot of jobs for humans to do
0: and is this um, Fabian socialism rearing its ugly head are we going to look at doing away with the people who are quote non-essential now because of AI yes yes Oh my
1: So if, if you So that Back in 2000 When I was starting to do ag lobbying um, They started to change the definitions Of like a farmer and a rancher To a producer And According to the Fabian Socialist view If you don't produce Then you are eliminated Because mm-hmm. you're useless
0: Hence the Henry Kissinger term "useless eaters." Yes. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I've looked at Fabian socialism, and when I used to teach sociology 101, I uh, I talked about Fabian socialism. Herbert Spencer, the father of it. Um, yeah, I, I, I never really thought we'd see it come to fruition in this country. What if you were to look at an overarching reason, if there is one? What's caused so many Americans in position of authority to embrace this, uh, probably the worst totalitarian plan in all of history? Greed, um, power,
1: you know, back to America with a K. You know, there were the elite people in that movie that lived very well, and it was... uh, anybody else that did not live very well so they've been promised um, I'm sure that they've been paid very well for and why the average American has gone along with it I believe that at most Americans have been chemically lobotomized
0: I would agree with that I see a lot of evidence for that um You know, I used to think it was things like cognitive dissonance and learned helplessness, you know, that have been uh, tested in the laboratory on animals and people, but I don't think it explains all of it. And this is why I was wondering about, are there things that are done to us to actually cause us to have, well, I'm going to use a technical term, our hypothalamus and our adrenaline and acetylcholine and so forth, cortisol, they don't respond to normal levels when we should be motivated to do something. In other words, I wonder if they're chemicals that inhibit what we call the fight or flight response. Like if I have a test tomorrow, Celeste, well I should stay up and study an extra hour tonight. Okay, well that would give I, I would have to have an adrenaline, uh, minor cortisol experience to say, oh yeah, I'm really worried about this test. But what I see are passive sheep, and it's and when you say lobotomizing, I'm wondering I would suspect they they've done an agent to attack the hypothalamus and the fight or flight response, so we don't respond to danger.
1: So and I in my spare time I also listen to mer- military conferences <laughs> you know it's just mm-hmm. one of the name of the game I guess um, so I just I was always curious about the uh, the politicians down in Cuba that had those weird sensations. they felt that they had been attacked. Do you remember that mm-hmm. story? Yes. Okay, so I call him Dr. Evil. So I was listening to a thing two nights ago with Dr. Evil, and it was actually a a beta test. It was a beta test on what they plan to do on a global scale
0: so is it electromagnetic or biochemical
1: it was a a combination of electromagnetic but it interfered with your physiology and there were chemicals involved so the the person had been given chemicals low dose chemicals ahead of it and then there was they said um, it wasn't it must have ELF but then there was another type of frequency too it wasn't ELF um, there were two different types of frequency but anyway it it was they experimented on these um, politicians down
0: there interesting it sounds like Jose Delgado's work with the electronic stimulation of the brain you can incite rage and you can incite extreme mm-hmm. passivity and uh, after he was brought to Yale from Barcelona, he went to work at SRI for the CIA. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, what you're saying to me makes perfect sense because I've really delved in. I mean, you know, my area, my primary area is in, in mental health, psychology, sociology, and so forth. And, and uh, research and stat as an aside and And I have looked at this topic for years and years and years. I'm wondering too, is there a chemical interaction effect you think with chemtrails uh that would induce something similar? Yes, I'm gonna be um doing a special broadcast on that this week. Oh okay, good. My instincts that, are good
1: and um, that involves Dr Evil too <laughs> well i mean this is, this is the this is the modern day Dr.
0: Mengele that I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, do you have an identity for this Dr. Evil? I can't spill the beans yet. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll respectfully wait.
1: Okay. It's not, you're not going to have to wait long. Um, I've I've got the information for Doug to do the clips of him in his own words. So I will be talking about it, but we're actually going to listen to what he says in his own words.
0: Oh, and this is an actual individual, not a conglomeration of individuals?
1: This is an individual with the credentials and the power to implement whatever he wants to put, implement, and he is a modern-day Dr. Mangala.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll tell you whose name, and and don't need to respond to this, but I'll tell you just from my layman's point of view, the name that popped into my head was Fauci because he was serving as the president there for a while. Um, But he's not a psychiatrist. So I don't see that being the answer for that reason. But interesting. I can't wait to find out. When are you revealing this? Um,
1: As soon as I can get my producer to (laughs) let me have some air time.
0: So...
1: Think neurocognitive.
0: There's so many. Yes, yes. He's a specialist in neurocognitive. Yeah, there are so many though to choose from now. In the early days, I mean, it would have been easy. I would have said, "Oh, it's the ligament, learned helplessness, and electronic stimulation of the brain." And, but uh, we've come a long way since that time, 30 years ago. Um, and, and there are so many people here. I just—it's uh, uh, too many for me to even begin to guess. Um, but I'm—I'm I'm, I'm sure he has alphabet soup credentials. So.
1: I mean I was blown over. I mean it just took almost took a mac trot just to listen to his credentials, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like uh he's perfectly positioned and it's alarming. Is he a household name? No, I, I really I just ran into Dr. Evil uh, for the first time like okay. two two weeks ago maybe.
0: Okay, I can't wait to find out. And I'll be pestering Doug. <laughs> so, oh, boy. What, what, what? I wasn't even planning on going down this avenue, but this is just so so fascinating. And, and, and I know my listeners are going to say, wow, this is just so much. And we didn't even get to the incarceration, methods of incarceration, assassination character. We're going to have to do that, you know, in the next segment that we do together, because this is just gone in a way, but I think people need to know. Are they going to retain teachers? And I suspect they'll retain the t- right type of teachers.
1: Um, the It depends if you're talking short-term or long-term. The long-term is that uh, what we did during our forced lockdown or imprisonment is going to be the name of the game. Teachers are go- it's going to be virtual. It's going to be online. They want augmented and virtual reality teachers they really do not want human teachers because human teachers would teach children human values and they do not want
0: that any longer yeah I I um, but after I retired I started teaching online for a university a university I had previously taught at and um, I um, was an online instructor for a while but i think there was too much human contact there i had to respond to emails and you know your personality comes through and sometimes you'd have to have a phone conversation to clear things up and so i you're saying they want to avoid that they want it to be totally automated well it, they want artificial intelligence they want
1: immersion into virtual reality and augmented reality
0: okay. Yeah, because then you get status neutral and you can teach the approved agenda with no interpretations. That makes perfect sense to me. Well, we're coming up here on the end of this particular segment. And if you're listening to us on Global Star Radio Network, uh, you'll hear us right in the next hour. But if you're on our major affiliates, Red State Talk Radio, out of KYH and so forth, you're going to hear us in the next broadcast the following day and of course we'll post this on the website so just trying to keep everybody up to date on how you usually catch us so we're going to be back with Celeste uh, according to your schedule to how you listen to us and also watch the website we'll be pu- publishing a summary as well as the actual interview itself so Celeste uh, stay tuned I'll, I'll be uh, disconnecting here and we'll reconnect because this is a pre-record and we'll reconnect for our second segment